0: Hello and welcome. It's Daniel Johnson here, and this is Best Thing. Now, as you may know, each week we talk to a different guest about the best things in their life, from TV and film to travel to sport to music, and something random of their choosing. This week's guest is the multi-talented Aaron Renfrey. His multi-talented skills has allowed him to choreograph and dance with stars all over the world. He's choreographed for TV, West End shows, and even choreographed me in the X Factor Tour 2010. Some people will know him from S Club Juniors, where he showed off his skills very early on. He's this week's guest, and I can't wait to find out all about his best things. As always, we've got Adam Harris and his fat chicken, Bethia Beats, with her brand new music, all put together by Professor. Next up, Adam Harris's Fat Chicken and interview with Aaron Renfrey. Hi guys, Adam, Fat Chicken, doing the fat check-in for you. Can cockroaches survive an apocalypse? You hear that one a lot. We're going to find out the answer to that
1: at the end of the podcast.
0: Aaron, it's been a long time thank you so much for doing the podcast um, it's called best thing and we're going to run down some of the best things in your life and we're going to start with tv and film what have you been watching lately come on
2: okay so obviously i've done pretty much because i guess because now is actually speaking like um to each other in <laughs> lockdown you kind of everyone's like you know exchanging stories of um you know what's watching so i've obviously done like the tiger kings and the 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 rubbish reality stuff on what's that too hot to <laughs> handle on net all the netflix stuff that you just feel like you have to watch because everyone's talking about it i finished how to get away with murder um the final final season which is what wow. i'm obsessed with like so
0: now you know now you know
2: how to get away with it so it's I, 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 I do which is <laughs> scary it's weird actually i find myself in debt like day to day <laughs> thinking like oh, that's what they would do here or now, if this <laughs> happens, like, this is what they would, like, just obsessed. No, but I'm, like, I've got a massive passion for, like, this sounds really weird, and I hope no one, like, judges me for it, but like, I just love crime and mystery and, like, prison escape lawyer stuff. Like, just anything where there's, like, a a thing that needs to be kind of unraveled, I am there, and I just love it.
0: I think you're not the only person to say that on this podcast. A lot of people have been loving the crime documentaries. Um, I'm going to take you right back to the beginning. And uh, when you were younger, do you remember what you were watching? What you were watching more films, watching more TV, Disney stuff. What were your kind of favorite
2: go-tos? Okay. So I actually, this is a bit of a sad story. I was not a massive film person at all growing up just through like, but my hometown Nuki didn't have even have a cinema. And um, my, my mom and dad, um, we always used to be busy, busy at work. And then my gran actually used to take me to the cinema like once in a blue moon. I always felt like, embarrassed going to the cinema with my gran. And I think the first thing I ever watched at the cinema was Caspar the, the ghost. That was the first yeah. film I think I saw at the cinema, um, and I just don't. think like, It's weird as I kind of came up to London and kind of started <laughs> making friends and stuff. And they were literally like, "What? You've never seen that? Like all the classics I have never seen." And it's so <laughs> embarrassed that I just feel like I didn't even know that existed. And then I've like so many friends have been like, "Right, I'm educating you. We're having a movie day. We're watching this, this, this." So you know, I'm actually kind of I'm a bit late late to the party with the the classic films but um so i was more of a tv series type person and of course i was obsessed with like i loved friends i didn't like that was still showing on tv when i was growing up so like every i think it was friday they showed here you're showing your age by saying that so just i don't don't mind (laughs) me too (laughs) i don't mind um so yeah like that was i don't know why that was just i loved it i was obsessed with friends and i know it's so like because it's on everyone can just watch any episode now like on netflix but I used to love it every week and I still have to put it on before I go to bed to fall asleep to it. And I can look, the best thing about that is I can turn over to change position in my bed. I don't even have to look at the TV and I still can see in my head what the scene's doing. So it's like an easy way to fall asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm exactly the same. I, I think the figure is around um, Netflix pay the creators of Friends, allegedly about a hundred million a year to stream Netflix. Uh, oh, of, of friends God. which is incredible so that think about how many people are watching that for that to be worthwhile you know it is true i, I, I was watching friends today and yesterday and you know it's one of these things but also we've had a couple of people on the pods that are not fans of friends which is yeah. uh, i'm sorry, mm, mean yeah that's fine. <laughs> um, so okay, uh, filmed for you now. Are you? Uh, would you go when you when you were allowed to go to the cinema? But you, would you go to the cinema? Or do you like uh, comedies or thrillers or horrors? What what, what is your go to?
2: I think for a cinema experience, it's definitely a thriller or a horror like um and I think do you know what even though I don't know if it's because of my lack of cinema as a, as a child I don't really go much anymore like I think it's more I only go if I'm maybe on a date or something like that but never really like I don't get excited because I just think there's more fun things to do than to sit in a dark room and not speak to anyone like, I don't find it very <laughs> so I don't find it very sociable but then if there is a film that I'm like wow that's gonna be amazing I am there and I do enjoy it but that's why I think a thriller or like a horror that gives you like the full experience because you get like the jumps you get the adrenaline and um the last thing i saw which i was like blown away by was i went to see i think it was it in the second one and um i saw it in like 4dx or something crazy where i was literally wow in like rain there was like a smell every time the balloon came up of like helium there was wind there was strobe there was rocking around like I was literally like blown to pieces my popcorn and drink was spilled everywhere um yeah that was quite an experience which I'm like cool do that let's let's go hard with this.
0: <laughs> that is incredible I, I've only done 4DX once and it was a I, I think it was called First Man and it was about going to the moon and stuff and it literally was an experience I felt a bit sick but then I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's round this up. Uh, what would you say is Aaron Renfrey's best thing when it comes to TV and film? What's your go-to? I'm thinking friends.
2: It would be friends. Yeah. Like without a doubt, without a doubt.
0: So Aaron's uh, Aaron Renfrey's best thing to do with TV and film is friends. Next up, we're going to be talking food. food I, I might know what your best thing is to do with food but I'm not going to break <laughs> it yet I, I have a slight <laughs> inkling that I might know uh, but what is your relationship with food what what what? because you you work out you know you, you you're in good condition do you eat whatever yes. you kind of want what, what what do you do
2: I I have like a love-hate relationship with food because I'm I I love all the things I shouldn't so I kind of have to I do have to be healthy and as, as best as I can but then obviously there's times where I'm just oh I go whatever it's a cheap day I'll just go I literally can I binge and it's like an unhealthy binge that I'm not proud of um but I don't know I just I, it's being in lockdown as well like I've realized that I've I've been cooking a lot more and I feel like you know I've enjoyed kind of liking and learning about food a bit more so um I have I don't know if I've been eating more I think I'll probably be eating the right amount because I do know what I do do usually in life is that being so busy sometimes I do forget to eat or I do like tend to work from my lunch break and I'll be completely forget then it comes to like the evening I'm like oh god I've not even eaten all day and then then you're so hungry that you probably just I just throw it all out the window and then just probably do eat something that I shouldn't just because you're you just you don't think about getting the healthy food when you're that hungry so that's my downfall really like the busyness kind of like takes over my healthy eating like balanced three meals a day and <laughs> it just becomes into like breakfast and a binge in the evening which is not <laughs> re- which is not recommended um but yeah but i feel like with having lockdown i finally got a schedule of, like you know i get to make my nice breakfast at lunch and dinner and it's, it's actually quite a nice regime that i'm not used to having so um yeah i've definitely enjoyed that part of lockdown i guess
0: Are you a breakfast person? What's what's your go-to when you have
2: breakfast? Because uh,
0: this morning I had uh, poached eggs and um, some salad on the side. I was trying not to do any carbs for breakfast, which is really difficult.
2: Salad for breakfast? That's hard.
0: I know. Stop it. Stop Um, it.
2: (laughs) So I actually, to be fair, I love breakfast. I could eat a lot of breakfast. Every day I do have, I make myself like a really nice smoothie with like um, bananas and protein and uh, like kind of granola and honey and sometimes dates. And I do put a raw egg in, don't judge me, but it's like, <laughs> it's fine. No judgment, no um, judgment. And then, you know, if that if that's what I normally have, but I do love like a poached egg and avocado situation after that. So it could like that is a big breakfast to really have. And there's obviously that, if you wanna go further, we could go into the pancakes, three course breakfast that does happen sometimes.
1: Let's do
0: it.
2: Um, <laughs> um, yeah. What do you have on your pancakes? Well, I, I'm, I do love in a teller banana situation, but then sometimes even like a jam and sugar, maybe, or strawberries. I don't know. It's, it's, it could be It's whatever's in the fridge or cupboards, to be honest. But, you know, either way, I'm happy.
0: Um, childhood memories. Uh, what was your things that you didn't like to eat that you like now? Um, oh,
2: I didn't like.
0: It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I think that one of the things when you get older, your taste buds kind of change a little bit. Um, and so you kind of like, and normally the go-to is olives. Most people, as kids no, don't yeah. like olives. But well, when I haven't you older. grown up
2: yet. I haven't grown up high. I <laughs> don't like olives. But I'm not going to lie. I do try. Like, I actually do try because I used to be a really, really fussy eater as a child. And, you know, I was, when I was in the band, literally we had, they had to make us food like as a for an eight. And I just never liked having like, mass meals like you know like spaghetti bolognese or cottage pie things that were just easy to make for all eight of us I just was not a fan of that so I literally just used to eat poached eggs and toast nearly every day but then it wasn't until we were working in Barcelona and tapas was quite big over there and obviously I got to a point where I was so hungry sat, sat waiting around for food and I was like I'm just gonna have to try some of this I was that hungry, and then I started just like having a little nibble, and I was like, Do "You know, it's not actually that bad." And then for some reason, my taste buds changed over tapas, and then I was obsessed with just having a bit of everything. And then I was like, made it a thing that I would always try food, even if I didn't like the look or the smell, because you're not going to die. It's just that you just need to try it and see if you like it or not. And I think from a, from then onwards, like yeah I love it like sushi massive 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 sushi fan now like even my family don't like that because it's not really a thing down in Cornwall but um I'd say sushi is up there with one of my favorite um cuisines so that's probably actually one of the things I I didn't like then but I do love now
0: It is funny when it comes to food because I think, uh, you know, our our choices change and not even our taste buds. I think also with the social circle we kind of hang out with, if they eat something and they go, oh, go on, have a try this, have this, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm not kind of sure. And a lot of people are funny with fish and crustaceans and mussels and all those sort of things and, and scallops and, it's one of the things that you are coerced is there anyone in your life that you know you kind of if they eat it you would eat it is there a friend that you go oh yeah well if you have it I'll, I'll trust your judgment uh, no. or they're really good at cooking so if they cook something well
2: <laughs> you no, don't trust
0: anyone do you Aaron
2: not really like I'm just not and I'm not massive follower and I, I literally am just not about peer pressure either. like no one can make me do anything and I'm not going to like put my trust in anyone else it's just whatever's going on in my little head I'll make that decision <laughs>
0: I think it was for me i didn't like mushrooms and then one of my friends um um, husband's was really good at like cooking and so he got mushrooms and he put marmalade in with the mushrooms and it just was really kind of sweet and from that moment i liked mushrooms again it was just i think sometimes it's about how people cook things and not only the food 100
2: percent. and sometimes like bless your parents obviously they usually bring you up they only know like one way of cooking something and then obviously there's so many ways now as well that have kind of been you know people are doing on god knows instagram cook youtube all these cook shows or whatever so it's kind of like there is so many ways you can eat things um which is also the fun of like i've learned in cooking like you just put whatever you want with it and just see if it tastes nice do you know what i mean and usually if you do like the thing you're mixing it with it should kind of taste all right so just go with the gut instinct <laughs>
0: okay we haven't spoke about it and i think that you kind of said sushi and i felt like mm, sushi might be a number two for you but number one i'm thinking i know what your best thing is to do with food you're obsessed <laughs> with this uh can you tell us your obsession and what it is aaron
2: <laughs> the reason i didn't say it is because i don't i don't class it as a food even though you can eat it. it is a food <laughs> it's, a it's a sauce it's ketchup it's yay uh,
1: <laughs>
2: it's an ongoing thing that i think the world knows me for i get tagged in something on instagram facebook probably daily of some crazy ketchup story or meme or literally my notifications are always to do with ketchup and it's just yeah and i'm not ashamed to say i love it and would put it on literally everything and even if the questions are ridiculous it's i'm pretty much have had it with that food <laughs> uh, what, wait where do you stand on ketchup crisps do you like those i mean yeah i mean i think it's really gonna sound really sad but like Part of the satisfaction is the fact that it's a sauce that you can like dip and you can choose how much you want with that certain food. Whereas a ketchup crisp is you just you're stuck with that dryness that it's that amount of the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> OK, here we go. Here's the main question. Ketchup in the cupboard or in the fridge? Um, Again, fridge for the sensation of that cold, hot uh, mashup.
0: <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's true. OK, I, it's quite obvious what it is, but I'm going to say. Sushi and a, a kind of number two, so that's fine. We're gonna say the best thing uh, to do with food is sushi, which is number two, but actually,
2: really, oh, it's, it's a hundred ketchup. ketchup. Yeah, it's 100- a <laughs> hundred No one will to- be shocked. <laughs> and funny enough, I don't put ketchup on sushi. What you need to I try? Know. <laughs> I mean, I have, but it's just I don't know why. It's just, um, I've I'm okay with that. That is one of the things that I'm I'm safe with.
0: The one thing he won't pick up on is his number two, which is sushi. <laughs> uh, next up, we're going to be talking travel. Aaron, we're talking travel. Are you well-traveled?
2: I think so, but I guess there's so much to see. Um, but I think maybe for the average person, I, I would like to say I'm quite well-traveled because I love doing it. I love traveling. Are you a staycation person or do you like abroad? No, I'm getting me as far away as possible when I've got time off. (laughs) Which is why I've never been to to France because it's too close.
0: (laughs) So you've never been to Paris? You've never been up the the Chandelier or the uh, Eiffel Tower or anything?
2: I haven't. I haven't, which is really bad. I guess I'm just waiting for the right person to whisk me away for a romantic weekend. (laughs) I mean, if it happens or doesn't happen,
0: uh, uh, we're going to do a live podcast. We may do it in Paris just to get you there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll send you there uh, remotely. Uh, do you have any uh, nice kind of uh, memories about going on holiday with family or friends when you were a young? Go.
2: I've been. My mom and dad took me on a cruise, which is. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. um I didn't really know much about it then. I just because I think it's when it's actually fun. I learned more about cruises as I got older because it's obviously in the industry. There's quite a big entertainment. Um, thing out there so it was as a kid I just was like oh this is weird like you just get on a big ship and just get on and off when you kind of like dock and then and you have to like dress it was like back in the day we had to like proper dress up for every time you went to the dining room and you know I mean it was fun there was there was stuff to do I I don't know if I would do it again I mean it's my one and only cruise as as I've been on in my life but um yeah that kind of sprung to mind when I I I I brought that
0: back. I brought that back, haven't I? The cruise. You're like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of a family thing, or when you get older. I think the organisation of a cruise is probably good if you can't be bothered to do the organisation yourself.
2: I think I just felt like I was like walking around a lot in these places that you felt you had to get off on, and obviously as a a kid you don't really want to be like walking and sightseeing. Isn't your mate? I just want to be like. In the, I, I was like, "Why are we not on a beach? Or why can't I go? Why can't I go swimming in the sea?" And it's like, "Oh, you didn't bring your swimming shorts off the th- like, do you know what I mean, off the boat." <laughs> and it's um, so it's that. I don't think it was my favourite experience, but then I also got to tick off a lot of places. So you know, it's good and like, it wouldn't be my first choice of a holiday, put it that way.
0: Well, you've ticked it off. Cruise done. There you go. But easy. obviously,
2: they are like a hundred, probably a million times better now. Like some of the ones I've seen with like you know, ice rinks, theatres, you know, full on shows. It didn't have all that when I was on the, on on ship.
0: I mean, when it comes to sort of you know getting around, do you like going on a plane, or do you prefer like driving to places? What how, how do you normally get to your destinations?
2: Usually, like plane. I love. I'm literally get me to the airport three hours three hours early so I get you're full, that person <laughs> I am a, a person that's annoying everyone so I get my drink I get my food I get the full shopping experience um yeah I just love it all so because I feel like as soon as soon as you wake up when I wake up the day of travel I'm, I'm buzzed and I'm like fully excited and ready so I try and make the whole experience like you know magical <laughs>
0: like i don't want to just in just this is one of the best things uh, to do with uh, travel for you but um you've been to dubai a few times and i've been as well i absolutely love it how many times have you been
2: Two. um god like i don't know maybe six or seven times now like um i think and i've because i've actually started to do work out there as well like there's um i've been doing a lot of like workshops and choreography out there because the the again the entertainment industry is really kind of booming over there and um I've got a couple of friends that live out there too and I've been but it been able to kind of like sack off the hotel that um that I was obviously would go out there for work and stay with my friends and obviously just they would take me to places that are kind of like you know that you can go and do like kind of classy bougie places and also I've been to some absolute like like the Weatherspoons equivalent of for Dubai <laughs> and, mean... and it's just like it's another world and I've and you know what? It's such, like, a safe place. Although a lot of people go, oh, be careful out in Dubai. But do you know what? Honestly, like, you don't see anything. Like, the basic, the bottom line is do as you're told and, like, yeah. have some common sense and don't do anything you shouldn't. Like, other than that, it's clean, it's safe, it's fun, it's beautiful. Like, I don't know, I can't really, really knock it. And obviously, it's good weather all year round. So it's a, and it's not too far for, like, um, us to get to. So I think it's, the only thing I guess it's not got that kind of, like, cultural thing i guess i'm lucky that i do have friends or i've been working out there but i I wouldn't because i guess with the whole like staying in a hotel and resort i get quite limited i don't like maybe staying there just for the for the whole duration but i guess there is this actually tons to do so you know it's a great place
0: i mean we sound like we're the tourist board for dubai we're not <laughs> we're, we're not getting paid um <laughs> any places that you've not been that you would like to go and if you say vietnam it's the same as everyone else they've either been or they want to go. So.
2: um I've heard, I've actually heard Cambodia's a good place to go, but I don't know much about it. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. That's Uh, big on my list. Yes. yes. And obviously, like, the places that, you know, once in a lifetime, the Seychelles, Bora Bora, those type places. Um, Paris. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've not even been to to Disney before. What? Um, I know, I know, I know, I know. Not even in the States? You're not just saying no, no I, did, I did have a trip booked as a kid um and then i think i got in the band so yeah it didn't it didn't end up happening so i've just never ended up going back so it's i i definitely want to go i'm not like over that dream because i'd love to take i'd love to go with like my my nephews or you know or just a group of friends or whatever like i just think it's it's still gonna be obviously amazing but it's, yeah i've just never got around to it
0: There's another one for you to tick off, I think. Um, So uh, when it comes to the best thing to do with travel, what would you say for you, Aaron, is the best thing when it comes to travel? I want to say like
2: airports for you now. (laughs) No, I I mean, as much as I love them, I think the main thing for me to do about traveling is literally just escape, like the escape of like the crazy busy world that I live in and just kind of like switch off, go far away, be somewhere where it's a different, you know, climate culture um, and just completely switch off and just... Be by that sand and sea and have a drink.
0: In hand. But the funny thing is, is by you say sand and sea, you were brought up in Newquay. You buy sand and sea all the time. It's beautiful I know,
2: there. I know it is an amazing place. I, you know what I mean. It's just but yeah, experiencing that somewhere else. And obviously, if I was at home in Newquay I'd literally know someone, or I don't know, <laughs> or you just wouldn't you wouldn't get that full that full holiday experience. But no, I just. But if, like I said, I like I love just to go far far away to get a full change of lifestyle. I
0: guess it's for you. It's like, you, you can switch off a little bit as well. And you don't have to kind of, you know, worry about the outer world. If you're back home in Nuki, then you've got people, you know, and your family and all that stuff. But if you go away and you just got your friends and you're just chilled on a beach, you know, Absolutely. with the yeah. escape, I think is what you're, what you're loving. Um, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say for you, Aaron, the best thing to do with travel is escape, <laughs> escaping the world. Yeah. 100%. and chilling out. <laughs> 100%. Um, Next up, we're going to be talking music.
2: Hi, everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. This week, I have a band to share with you all called Simple Fiction. Their sound is influenced by bands such as Catfish and the Bottlemen and The Amazons. They've had some amazing career highlights so far, such as sharing the stage with Blocks and Valeras. And their latest single is called Follow, which is out now. Here's a snippet of it playing in the background. To listen to the full song, it will be playing at the end of the podcast, along with all the details of their social media and where to find the song. And that will all be linked below. Thank you very much and see you next time.
0: Aaron music I mean this is your life isn't it really when it comes Pretty to everything you do
2: everything and it's, it's been a massive part of my life just because it's you know if it's, I work with it I listen to it if I'm driving shopping in the shower there's always got to be music playing um just to to get me through <laughs> just to get me through um but yeah it's a, it's a big part of, of my life I love it
0: what are you listening to right now what's on your uh what's on your shuffle
2: um right now god there's so much like um there has been even though like music music hasn't really stopped in this lockdown has it like no. it's still people have still been churning out albums um one of the last albums i kind of got is um i i'm a big fan of jojo she the girl that was back at the, back in the day leave get out she obviously now she's out of her um her horrendous contract that she was um tied up with and she's allowed they still won't
0: to. release her music
2: it's so weird. Well, no, she's re-recorded both yeah. of her um, original it's not, albums.
0: It's not the same. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same, <laughs> but
2: it's still there. We can still listen to it. But she pl- recently released a, a new album, and I'm still like a massive fan of hers. Like, I really respect her as a person, her voice, and she, I'm literally buzzing that she released the, an album for like for me for lockdown. It was like she listened to my prayers. <laughs> it was just um, for you, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was, it? I think it was just for me. Um, and I did a TikTok to it, and she saw it, and she retweeted it, and I literally Yay.
1: died.
2: Yeah, I died so much that I even bought the face mask with the merch that's got the album name on the front of it. <laughs>
0: you are loyal, I'll give you that. Also, she um she won an Oscar for part of a duet with uh, PJ Morton as well, which is a I, great song. I know. I know my stuff, I know my stuff. I'm a big JoJo fan. I actually have tickets to go and see her live, but I think with her, I mean, she's got such a story. I think she's actually just got interviewed by Jesse Ware on her podcast lately and um, just her career starting so early is kind of slightly the same as you your career started early as well
2: yeah and it's weird because I feel like she even though she couldn't release she leaked and there's a lot of leaked songs and demos out there and all of the music she was trying to like well she was writing for an album that was kind of never guaranteed to kind of come out like you can I just love her for being so honest and like she's got a kind of angriness about her that kind of like she speaks the truth and I've always connected with that and I feel like yeah because I guess we have had similar upbringings, and whether it be in career or to do with love, I can always, for some reason, connect with what she's saying about. I don't know if it's we've had similar experiences. Cause I obviously don't know her inside out, but yeah, yet, yet, you, know, yet, it's,
0: it's, yet. It's, it's, you could be working on her <laughs> team. I feel it's there, it's coming.
2: It's just an artist that her music has always kind of spoken to me, and I've always really kind of connected with it. So yeah but um again she's so underrated not many people will know her or remember her so um you know i'm trying to do my thing get her, get her remembered <laughs> so yeah um we'll get into it so so music for you
0: is like super important and we were talking before and i knew this anyway but sort of destiny child was your kind of way into that kind of i'd say more r&b kind of feel when you know with the early music and beyonce you know um, doing what she did
2: 100% cuz i think growing up i think i dance was naturally my thing and i always wanted to copy Um, I basically taught myself by literally recording on a um, VHS, VHR, what are they called?
0: I mean, Um, younger younger listeners will have no idea what you're talking about. It was tape.
2: (laughs) A tape, that's the one. A tape, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And literally recorded like back and forth, pause, start to learn these routines. And they were like, any pop star that had like, which is obviously what we had access to and which would usually be on our TV screens, was like the... The s club sevens the the billy pipe i remember dancing yeah. uh, like, and obviously the spice girls were a massive thing because they used to dance have dancers they were and obviously you couldn't escape that that mania but then i think it was the destiny's <laughs> child that kind of when i obviously wanted to to maybe take dance a bit more seriously and i did i did discover like r&b and i think also i was a massive um boy band fan of like n-sync backstreet boys and i think they were kind of or they were kind of like I mean, they were still pop, but they still had that kind of R and B vibe to it. Um, so that they kind of got me that going down that route, and then yeah, but no, Destiny's Child, those those early albums amid all the um the the girl lineup switches. Um, yeah, they really did get, get me into get me into it. I mean, you have danced
0: with so many amazing people and some friends as well which has been lovely and yeah. it's great for me to see that I think I saw you a couple of times performing at heaven stuff for like that with different people and obviously I saw you on the x-factor doing stuff and you did the choreography for our x-factor year as well I mean dance wise what I mean I feel like its it is it's, it must be just in your blood now
2: it is like I don't know it's just I hear music and I kind of instantly I, sometimes you're like right I'd have to do a piece of this or I'd love to get creative with this yeah it's just I kind of see everything I hear and see because everyone's like oh how do you make up the moves and I'm like to be honest I don't know I kind of get a feeling and go this would be good to dance to and then then it's just basically steps that you kind of just fit the piece together but um no then obviously music is the influence from that so it's that's the the core <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, of course, and and you have done super well with everything you've done, and 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 I mean, you could see you on your uh, TikToks and all your. I love the fact when you put out these videos, there's so many people want to show you their version of what you've done. What does that do to you when you see people kind of emulating what you're doing and you've created?
2: Uh, it's actually mental because um, recently, when um, I this is a little secret here, so like obviously TikTok come um, is all over the world, and then I know, real obviously, music on a Thursday for us usually gets released at midnight and i knew that lady gaga's and um, ariana's rain on me was going to come out and obviously i was thinking right i'm going to get this before america i know how big america there's so many people on tiktok in america that like do the routines i think right i'm going to get in on this and i remember waking up on friday going oh my god i've got work today what am i going to do like, so i literally <laughs> i literally was like my whole plan's out the window so i literally did like i had 15 minutes to do this like little 15 second routine and was like press send and i went Did um, went into more zoom classes teaching and then like came back to it at the end of the day and was like, People around the world are going nuts with this routine, and it's like people all over the world are just kind of like making their own. I have seen people doing it in their swimming pools in America, I've seen people doing it like on the beach in Australia, like it's absolutely crazy the power of TikTok and just like a quick 15 second thing that I did to obviously a song that I knew was going to be big and obviously people were going to be like searching for. Um, you just jump on that, and then it's it's so cool, and then obviously you know people have then I've connected with them and I want to learn their stuff or they kind of go back on my TikTok other TikToks and learn and then you kind of just I'm connecting with dancers and I think it's such a friendly environment because everyone's so eager to post and learn and learn off each other and keep each other entertained in this lockdown I've really enjoyed it um and it's just it's nuts what music and dance can kind of do (laughs) <laughs> it's been amazing and I, and I saw that straight away when you did it
0: as well and I'm not even on TikTok and I saw it and uh and also you've been doing um, some great stuff um thanking people in the NHS as well and a lot of people do yeah. that, that's been crazy and awesome what would you say um is I mean there's just must be so many but when it comes to music what is your best thing is it an artist is it just is it dance is it you know what is it for you
2: I think it's usually like a creative because basically like people go watch who's your favorite artist and I really struggle because I feel like all artists have different eras that they kind of um if they've got like a, a new album or something I think it changes each time so I kind of like I probably do jump to different artists depending on their creativeness at the time and I just think sometimes I'm on board with their creatives or I kind of take what they've released and I go right this is what I would love to do with it and I just think you know it's I think it's that that kind of makes me love it so much that it's never like one thing and music is evolving or you can people throw it back to the um back in the day like tunes and or remix them it's just it's never ending and you you know and also it's 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 so enjoyable to kind of try and be unique or always trying to be always trying to be different to stand out is definitely one of the hardest things but I love that I love the fact you can right what we're gonna do today let's kind of let's maybe take this song or do these moves that are kind of meant for that but you can mix it with that and it's just crazy i love it
0: well i'm gonna say that aaron ranfrey's best thing to do with music is creativity and i'm gonna say i want to thank you
2: <laughs> oh, okay uh, and
0: yeah. uh, next up we're gonna be talking something random i'm intrigued about what you're gonna say here Aaron, what is your kind of best thing, which is random? What what have you been doing? What have you been using the most?
2: Well, I've got a bit of a obsession with gadgets. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, not like naughty ones. P.S. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you have to caveat that in there. Not the naughty ones. Yeah. What what sort of gadgets are you talking about, Aaron? Like you're wearing you're wearing AirPods right now, so you must be a bit of an Apple fan
2: yes i am and and i actually do have a ketchup inspired apple airpods case
0: i can see can you take a picture of that and we'll put it on the pod as well um i don't know anything
2: i don't know i'm I'm obsessed with anything that's like unique or just different like i've got i'm like i've got um electric blinds in my house that i love pressing up and down at the beginning and the end of the day just because why not that's fun if you can if you can because you can like um when I had my bathroom refurbished, I had um, I had I put speakers into the tiles because I'm obsessed with music. I know, and so it's like a Bluetooth kind of like music system in there. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> I love I, that. I think i I've, I've kind of got this from my dad as well. Like well, they've got a few random gadgets at home. Like they've got one of those like um hoovers that are kind of like the whole Hoover is in the garage, and then like there's pipes all through the like kind of like the walls, and like say in the kitchen, there's like um a little kind of like a vent that if you open you can basically just brush into this event as soon as you open the vent it just automatically sucks everything down into the garage i've and then, never like, heard of this, this is yeah amazing. and then and then obviously if you go like um, and then, at certain points in the wall, you just literally put a tube in, and then that's obviously got the hoover. so then it, as soon as you open the flat, it automatically sucks. so then you don't have to carry a hoover around. You just have to carry like the pipe bit and then the um the sucker up, whatever they're called. That's
0: Sorry. will so- we'll we, we call it that no, I like that it's called cool. called the sucker. Yeah.
2: um so, <laughs> Because if you've got, because if you've got a big house, it doesn't mean you like you're dragging a massive, like, oh. a massive big Hoover around, especially like on stairs. So my mum has just got this like extra long hose, and then it just, she just goes around. But it's so good that it all just goes down to the garage, and it's easy to empty out. That's,
0: that sounds amazing. Wow. I mean, so gadgets for you. Were you into gadgets when you were younger? Did you have like a, a Game Boy or like a, a Sega Mega Drive? Or were you oh Into gaming.
2: Sega. Yes. I've actually, I was actually a big gamer, and I kind of like not. I don't know why. I just never really kind of. I never grew up with it really I think I think when I got into the band that kind of died that kind of killed it off for me I just never really kept up with the ever-changing consoles and I think now I just I can't imagine me sat down on my own in my flat getting lost in a world of Call of Duty, speaking to people around the world that I don't know. <laughs> I think it's
0: Fortnite now, and I'll tell you what's really funny about the, these games and stuff. I had this lovely little um, conversation on a podcast I was listening to yesterday, and it was about a granddad learnt how to play Fortnite so he could speak to his nephew. Oh no, it's uh, How nice is that? So cute.
2: That's really cute. I love that's
0: that. like effort, isn't it? um I mean, gadgets are, are a funny one. I've got those things that do my lights, so I can say the word the lady's name. I can't. Say Otherwise my whole house will just start beeping. Um <laughs> Are yeah. you a fan of those kind of uh, um echo dot things? <laughs> try not to um, say her name.
2: Do you know what? She is actually one of the gadgets that I've not a hundred percent sold into. For some reason, because I've got such a wide range of music and I get annoyed if she can't find the track that I want. Like Same. so I I have to I can't I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm not gonna let her rule my music library and think it's okay to do that so it's like I need to be in charge so I've not really bought into the whole um um Ellie EXA <laughs> situation I do I, do, I,
0: I think that people are either for or against it and my problem is is I just have you know, because they're quite cheap and stuff, so you can just sort of have them around the house and, yeah, uh, yeah, every single time, uh, she just starts talking to me, or it's talking to itself, or it just starts playing a song randomly, normally opera for no reason in my house, I'm just like, I don't think I've ever listened to opera or asked it to play opera before, maybe it's got a bit of a bug inside, Um, yeah, is there any kind of uh, gadget that you think is coming out in the future that you think, oh, that is what I would really like, you know, my auntie's just bought a um, a robot hoover that drives the dogs insane um which I, I feel like doesn't work very well but it, apparently she loves it so it's fine and she'll listen to this so I'll be in trouble uh but is there any kind of gadget yeah. you think oh that's the next gadget I'm gonna I'm gonna get
2: <laughs> I have actually looked into getting one of those even though I've got not I've only got like only a small portion of my house would need it um But I don't know how Oreo would react, which is my dog. Um, But yeah, just because that, again, that is me being lazy and thinking that's a fun gadget to kind of just set off and wander around my house. Um, But no, gadgets of the future, They've kind of got
0: AI sort of coming and augmented reality. So you can kind of, if you wanted to like, get a new sofa or you wanted to put some art on the wall, it can kind of just, you can put it against the wall and and, and film the wall. And, and it sort of says this picture or this picture. And I think that that's quite cool that's coming in. And would you have any chips put inside you to be like slightly a robot? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen that. I don't know how I feel about all that. Obviously, I've seen that like. If they thought about even having like your co- payment system so you could you just pay for stuff with your hand yep. or something. i mean that's a good idea but then what happens when you're like you're mugged and they saw your arm off and then just go <laughs> willy-nilly round like paying for pret coffees and stuff
0: i'd rather they just take my watch off me you know <laughs> what i mean like, like it's exactly hands. the same <laughs> <laughs> well apparently they're thinking about doing stuff and i think they're working um i think it's elon musk i heard him talk and they're working on uh, people who have disabilities and some sort of thing and they're going to be drilling into the brain and putting chips and stuff into the into your skull and stuff would that would that be anything that you'd be into
2: no i think i'm more (laughs) like the gadgets for me are most more i just i love gadgets that make life easier that's my that's my gadget and I think I don't know they just and I just love like I'm just looking around my house to see what else is kind of gadgety I actually made like I like okay so gadgets and the kind of like DIY-ish things that you kind of that you make up yourself like I made um bedside lights out of like hundreds of um, aftershave bottles that I'd kind of save. They're all kind of clear, and I put strip lighting behind. And I had to find wait for ages to like get these tres- like bedside tables that fit um, a certain amount of these lights, so they fit perfectly. Um, but they look really cool, and I just love because I know that it's different. Like I know that no one else is going to have them. I think that's why I, I love is obviously it's obviously gadgets aren't everyone's got them. And I think it's something that's kind of unique to a person. Um, I kind of like like those things
0: yeah i mean that sounds super creative. you are super creative um what's going on uh what's coming up next for aaron what's when when everything kind of goes to back to sort of normal i do air quotes there but uh what what is next What what's happening in aaron's world
2: i know like I, I mean i'd love to know myself to be honest but um it's just one of those things where at the moment for this industry it's a bit of the unknown but i think this time has definitely made me more determined and you know just to whatever i was doing before though i've was working hard I think you you can never you can never do too much And I just think I've learned not to care as much about what maybe other people think I think especially with TikTok I would never really used to put many like dance videos of myself up online I think now I'm just doing it because I love it and celebrating and connecting and it's fun to do whilst I'm whilst I'm stuck in my house And I just think that has made me go who cares what you do like if you've got an idea explore it or and I just think that's going to really help my work ethic when I come out of this so you know just go out there and create
0: (laughs) I think any time in in history there has ever been a time that um, humanity has kind of had to stop or slow down, the creativity that is created afterwards is intense and there is a lot. And I think there's going to be so many things that people go, I'm going to do that now. And I think that that's that's what's going to happen when everything goes back to normal. Whenever that is, I think that that's going to be great to experience and go and do those things. You've been like, oh, I didn't have time for that. You're like, no, I'm going to do it. And I think that you're great at that. And you've kind of made that with your TikTok. I think you've got like quite a few followers on there. Where, What is your TikTok uh, handle? Where can people find you?
2: Um, it's the same as all my social media. It's just Aaron at Aaron Free. Um, so, you, you
0: got your name. Well done, you. I
2: know. <laughs> I've managed to get everything, and I, I. I. But I'm also about OCD or things like that. I'd be livid with if I couldn't. I think I'd definitely be like tracking them down and like paying them off to be like i need my name i'm sorry like i've just i can't i have to have it like i've just got weirdness weirdo to do about those things
0: i like it i like it it's good um do you know aaron you've been an absolute star um from the first moment i ever met you back in a day sort of 12 years ago you were a star then you're still a star now um Uh, and you for some reason look bloody younger anyway um thank you so much for doing the podcast and uh have a good one keep safe thanks for having me It's time for the thank yous. It's only polite. Thank you so much to our wonderful guest today, Aaron Renfrey. Also, thank you to Adam Harris, keeping us all fact-checked in this wonderful episode. Thank you to Bethia Beats, bringing us some of the best in brand new music. And of course, we can do it without him. It's Mr. Professor Oli Giyu, making sure that we're all edited and put together nicely. The music in the background was written by myself, Tom Baxter, and Jimmy Lundy. And the artwork was by JMD. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Next up for Bethia Beach Choice is Simple Fiction and this is Follow. See you next time.
1: adam fat chicken
0: with your answer for you well done you stayed the course you got here don't know how you do it to be honest guys can cockroaches survive an apocalypse well there's loads of boring stuff in the answer but ultimately looks like yeah they could actually survive uh, a nuclear explosion as they've got simple bodies and slower cell cycles and they can withstand extreme radiation exposure Ugh. all right guys see you next time